This is Chanel Bunger with the Becker Private Equity and Business Podcast, and today I'm excited to speak with the CEO of Healthcare Success, Stuart Gandalf, who joins us today to discuss the evolution of this organization since 2006, trends he's watching, advice for leaders, and more. Stuart, thank you so much for joining me today. Could you please take a moment and introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your organization and background? Thank you, Chanel. Pleased to uh, meet you and uh, speak to uh, your audience today. So yeah, I'm as, as you mentioned a moment ago, I'm CEO of Healthcare Success. I've been doing this for decades and we founded this company back in 2006 and uh, everything we do is healthcare marketing. And the um, relevant part of that today is that most of our business today, while we certainly work with device or hospitals or pharma or whatever, most of our business today is multi-location uh, PPMs and DSOs, healthcare providers, also addiction and skilled nursing and some others, um, autism, for example. So we work in that multi-location provider world. And um, of those, most have private equity involvement. So um, it's always fun to speak to people in the private equity world and glad to be here today. Perfect, thank you so much. And before we started recording, you mentioned that you had just done a webinar on multi-location healthcare marketing. Could you maybe speak to that for a little bit? Yeah, sure. So the um, periodically we do a lot of speaking, and a lot of writing, and periodically we put together something that kind of encompasses everything. And so in our recent webinar, we talked about some of the consumer trends out there. And so the consumer trends can include healthcare consumerism, certainly consolidation among providers, as well as disruptors. So from a marketing point of view, clearly in private equity, you have a lot of other changes going on. But that's some of the things that we talked about in terms of the broader trends. And then in terms of you know what to do, one of the big concepts we talked about in our webinar is when you're looking at multi-location marketing, it, the way we would describe it is when we take on a new client, we don't just have a new client, we have 100 new clients. In other words, they have 100 locations. Each location is a business with its own marketing challenges, its own competitive mix, its own opportunities, its own goals. So one of the keys that we talked about in that webinar was how to scale and how to uh, you know, build a marketing program that's appropriate for a multi-location business, which is distinctly different than many other types of businesses. Perfect, thank you so much. And that leads me into my next question. You already mentioned some trends, but what other trends are you currently watching in your space right now? Well, I would say the clearly some, there are some winners and losers. Um, out in the world of um, private equity-based um, multi-location providers. There's some shakeups, even some successful uh, exits are happening as well as um, you know consolidation. So I think that is a really big trend. I would say the other thing is the, you know, relevant to this call would be the increasing sophistication of marketing. And so the early phases were, you know, certainly growing and then growing again by acquisition. But I think that the you know marketing sophistication is raising, although there's always new entrants. So the competition part is really important, I think, in terms of the trend of what we see. And the, also the marketing budget can vary a lot. And so another quick maybe insight here is just because an organization is big does not mean that it's necessarily sophisticated in terms of its approach to marketing. So we see a pretty broad spread. Some are very, very sophisticated, others are not, and some are winning market share where others are not. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And 
going into the last part of 2023, what are you most focused on and excited about? Well, from our standpoint, the whole um, industry is evolving. And from our own standpoint, what's exciting to me, I guess, honestly, is we're growing, right? Like our audience is growing, our business is growing. But I feel like the um, level of sophistication that's out there really fits our business. And so one of the things that um, I like is, again, we work with clients that are starting from zero with marketing, and that's always fun. But also happens, though, is when we have somebody who is you know more sophisticated, they just appreciate what we do even more, right? It's like a fine wine. So that's you know super exciting. So I think that's really important. And I think that you know being much more focused in um, you know goals from our standpoint and also from our client standpoint are really important. Thank you so much. And do you have any examples of what you're most proud of from the last six to 18 months? Yeah, well, for sure. So I would tell you one great story is we took a leading or we took a startup men's health provider, particularly primarily testosterone, I think four, five or six years ago. And we helped them grow from a startup to the leading provider of testosterone in the nation. They were actually able to buy their largest competitor and now the, the largest provider of testosterone. So that was a super fun uh, journey with them. Um, creating, starting off from a very direct response point of view to moving forward with them to, uh, you know, beginning to create a brand because in the initial days, we we're just focused on traffic volume, but over time, we, they wanted to focus more on messaging, creating the right brand, distinguishing, and just doubling down on what works. So it was a multimedia campaign. So that, you know, it's, it's those kinds of projects are always fun when you're working with something from the very beginning, all the way through um, that kind of successful growth. Absolutely. And it's kind of rare to see CEOs last as long as you have with 17 and a half years at one organization. So you're kind of the perfect person to ask this question. With that, could you maybe share a few pieces of advice for leaders? Well, in the private equity space, in the healthcare space specifically, um, my biggest thing, you know, because there's lots of advice just generally about leadership. Something I just shared on LinkedIn was about if you're not taking the leadership, somebody else is, and I hope they're good. That's really important because in the absence of leadership, other people will emerge and sometimes they're not always positive leaders. But I would say in the more relevant to this specific niche, I one of the common themes that we like to talk about a lot with our clients and their private equity investors is that marketing is oftentimes really an underestimated tool. So when we're looking at private equity, you know, some of the tools that they're using all the time, and of course they should, are things like revenue cycle management, um, thinking about ancillaries, thinking about new locations or acquisitions. Those are all really, really important. But marketing can be a really powerful tool that also supplements all those other strategies in a very strategic way. So when you think about marketing, um, and it's also broader than just sort of digital marketing. You know, we talk a lot about marketing being including, you know, the brand strategies, you know, you're going to have a house of brands, branded house. Uh, we talk about digital, of course, and everything there, you know, paid search, SEO, social reputation, all those things. But traditional advertising can be part of the mix. And the part that PE oftentimes isn't thinking about as much, at least in terms from a marketing standpoint, is like the professional referral building. How do you reach out to HCPs and supplement what people are doing on the ground? How do you create the right patient experience and again support that with marketing and then this PR part of it. So 
all of these things can help drive revenue. And that's a, uh, secret that I think is just underappreciated. It's like marketing oftentimes, if it's especially if it's not a, you know, in dermatology and dentistry, people think about it a lot, but in other less consumer direct specialties, it also can be a vital driver of growth and revenue. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I also want to thank you, Stuart, for joining me today on the Becker Private Equity and Business Podcast. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chanel.